Welcome to the Your Longevity Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Gray. My number one goal with the show is to help you discover your personalized plan to build your dream health and live a longer, happier, truly healthier life. Wrapping up season two of the Your Longevity Blueprint podcast, I'm again launching another episode packed with the top longevity tips from my guests thus far this year. Watch for part two with more longevity tips around the holidays. Let's get started. My top longevity tip, well, I think uh, you might be able to guess, it's to really center your mind, right? Practice your mind-body medicine, engage that vagus nerve. Not only, as I mentioned before, can it increase telomere length, but it can cause epigenetic changes in methylation and different genes that all promote health and well-being. So it's not just for relaxation, stress relief, it really is for health and longevity. You look at a lot of these cool things, you look at curcumin or fish oil, or all these things are trying to replicate what exercise and fasting do. And it's really interesting, you start diving into how exercise creates muscle-induced anti-inflammatory, muscle-induced growth factors, how fasting actually helps your liver detoxify better, how fasting actually changes your microbiome and can help treat your SIBO. It's amazing how a lot of these things are trying to reproduce what exercise and, and interval and fasting do automatically. And so, you know, if you asked me this question uh, a month ago, I would said lipids and talk about lipids and lipid membranes and how amazing lipids are. And now I'm just like, you know what? I'm kind of coming full, full circle back to like the basics again, like, you know, fasting and exercise, a lot of these things we do to try to biohack people and do things, we're just trying to replicate what these things that people have done for thousands of years have been doing. So. I could talk about lipids and how I love lipids and I do lipid therapy and how amazing they are. But I, you know, I would have said that a month ago. Now I'm just saying, you know what? Interval fasting and exercise are absolutely amazing as far as what they do for yep. longevity, for cancer reduction, for you know, my diabetics. I'm trying to get most of my diabetics now to interval fast. I've had them drop their A1C. Like the one thing I was telling you about, interval fasting was a part of the way we got our A1C from 10 to six, you know, in a period of two to three months. Sure, you know, which is incredible. Got it. It's just amazing how that affects ghrelin levels. It affects leptin levels, which is the hormonal aspect of hormones and obesity. How it affects your growth factors. How it affects um, MSH. You know, how it affects your gut. You know, people feed their GI tract all day and all night long. You, you need to rest your GI tract. If you look at the anatomy, your liver, like the, there's two things. There's the, the hepatic, there's an artery from your GI tract that goes into your liver. There's the hepatic artery. And your liver is supposed to filter your blood and then your GI tract, right? Well, if your liver's being fed all day long and only rest eight hours at night, it can't focus on filtering your blood, which is what it's supposed to do when you go to bed fasting at night, you know, about eight to 10, eight to 12 hours in. That is a simple thing to do that can actually massively impact your liver's ability to do its job while you're sleeping. So that would be my- Fasting and exercise, yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so crazy simple and so basic and anybody can do it. And I can give you tons of cool supplements and do your peptides and do your CJC and ipramorillin and all that kind of BPC, 157, all that kind of cool stuff. I'm just trying to do what exercise and fasting do. Stay away from sugar and plenty of sports. <sighs> so important. I, I got into jiu-jitsu a year ago. And I, like I said, I'm almost 50. Like there's just weird things. I couldn't sleep on my left side for many years. Just I could lay on it for a little while, but then things would start hurting. And since I've started that, that's all gone. It's just something I realized in the last several weeks. I'm like, I can sleep on my left side. It's amazing. All that movement and challenge and stuff, it's brilliant. First thing I would say to people is put mushrooms into your diet. It's a very important food. It's the missing link in your diet. Put mushrooms, try shiitake mushrooms, 
They're delicious. And then if you feel the need, then think about supplementation. But eat mushrooms first. That's really important. And they've actually done these uh, studies out in Asia where they've given people these questionnaires about diet. And they have found that people eating mushrooms and having mushrooms in their diet actually live longer. Oh boy, I'm actually wearing both of my top longevity tip. So I've got on an aura ring and I've got on an Apple watch. The reason being is what you measure and monitor, you can improve. And I'm absolutely a crazy person about my sleep, like a crazy person on my sleep. So yeah, like if you look at what can help you lose weight, what can help you with blood sugar, what can help you with anti-aging, what can help you with mood? I mean, it's like if I had to start somewhere first with someone, sleep, sleep is the number one. If you follow the food quadrant and you stop dieting and over-exercising, that's gonna help balance your body out. It's gonna help de-stress your body. And not only are you gonna be able to lose weight, it's gonna help with the anti-aging as well. So you're gonna have weight loss and anti-aging and that gets your body functioning optimal. And that is longevity right there. That is longevity. You know, Stephanie, since I had to unfortunately face the most horrendous burnout I could have ever imagined. It, it took me like sidelining my workouts for six months and really working on trying to sleep and rest and getting my hormones balanced. So I would say, and I really mean this everyone, like if you're traveling, if you're working yourself too hard, whatever it may be, some people still think they have to push through and I got to get the workout in and I got to this and that. And it's like, just sleep. You owe yourself nothing more than rest. So just prioritizing rest and sleep when needed is probably the best gift that I've given myself in the past year on trying to get better. Oh my gosh, right out of all of them. Gosh, I keep going between sleep and gratitude. They're both so good. Let's just look at gratitude. I'm gonna take that one. <laughs> Even though sleep is so important to everything of our body, and I think people don't understand the importance of sleep, but gratitude, it's starting every day in a grateful state. Even when you got everything being thrown at you in 100% whatever thing, grateful that you know I'm awake this morning. I'm grateful for every little thing. And I think because that sets the tone, the vibration, and everything on health too, right? I mean, you think of... Uh, was Emoto's, what was his first name? Emoto's work with the water crystals. You remember that where he, this was maybe 15 years ago. I want to say it's Mario Emoto, but he had children speak kind words to a glass of water and he had children speak ugly words to a glass of water and then tested the crystals. And that of the ugly words were just horrible, ugly crystals versus these beautiful crystals that formed with all the positive words. It's reducing the toxic load supporting the organs of elimination and making sure the essential nutrients are provided so that the body can do its job. It's really that simple. If you want to have longevity, you have to do the things that the centurions do. And included in that list is your attitude, which we didn't really talk about emotions in this particular segment, but emotions are huge. If you can stay in gratitude and compassion and love and harmony, you are going to have a much healthier, happier life. When you are angry and bitter and shaming and blaming and you know doing those kind of things, you're just creating a lot of negative energy. And we all need to take responsibility for our own health, for the health of our pets and our children and make those decisions. They may not be the easiest ones, but they're really not hard. They're just different. It's just not that fast, cheap, and convenient. 
but it's so rewarding for me. I, I love growing my own food. There's some work involved, but you know what? Every day I'm out there and I'm pulling weeds and I'm trimming stuff and I'm thinking, wow, I'm feeding my microbiome, <laughs> right? Because I'm taking in trillions of new organisms. Yay me. They're in my nose. They're in my mouth. They're on my skin. And it's a wonderful way of reconnecting back to why are we here on planet Earth? And we chose to come to Earth School for a reason. And I think it's finding our purpose and our passion and the things that light us up and sharing that with the world so that at the end of the day, we leave the world in a better place than we found it. I've thought a lot about that. I've given different answers to it when I've thought about this in different times. At this point in my life, I think it's gonna be speaking your truth, you know, and living, living your truth. When I wrote the Adrenal Reset Diet, there was the Whitehall 2 study that had come out rather recently. This was done on British civil servants, pretty big age range, like 20 to 70. And it just watched them for a four-year period and saw, you know, who died and who didn't. And there was a lot of health metrics that were tracked on these people. Some were common ones like blood pressure, cholesterol. They also tracked markers of social stress, including cortisol slope. And what they saw was that Social stress was a stronger predictor of early death than any other factor was. So yeah, I think that we're in a time in which there's so much divisiveness. And I think we really walk around on eggshells quite a bit about different views than we do. And I think we hold in a lot. And I think that we don't engage in a lot of conversations that could be healthy and could be productive. So I think right now, my, my biggest thing is trying to speak one's truth. Keeping insulin low period. Coming from a family with Alzheimer's, just a string of Alzheimer's on my mother's side, a string of diabetes on my father's side, a string of cancer on my father's side. What do we know that insulin does? It creates plaque in the brain. It feeds cancer cells. So when you're talking longevity, keeping insulin low, will that help your thyroid function too? Yeah. Will it help you lose weight? Absolutely. But when you're talking about longevity, you keep that insulin down and you are at a much, you have a much, much better chance at avoiding those neurological aging diseases and cancer. Top longevity tip obviously is detox. <laughs> so seriously, to understand that you are a part of your environment, you are not separate from it. And to consider the source for everything that you bring into your life and into your family's lives and into your bodies. Because the number one thing that we can do, yes, there are some toxins you can't avoid, but we're still our number one source of exposure. So you get to choose the quality of your life. You know, our ill health span at the end of our lives has more than doubled. It used to be 10 years long that we would feel not so good at the end of our lives. And just in the last 10 years, that has doubled to 20 years of ill health at the end of our lives. That is not okay, we're going the wrong direction. So you can switch to organic tea. You can switch to organic loose leaf tea. So it's not in a plastic tea bag. You can take a fresh look at your water filtration system and choose something within your budget. You can choose to go organic. You can make sure you never microwave food in a plastic container again. You know, these are really small things that you can do to add up to your longevity and protect your family. And they're so worth it. You got this, guys. You can do this. All right. So there's a ton of them and they're all important. But my top one is spend a lot more time outside. My big top longevity tip is going to be drink lots of water and clean water. Think about what you're bathing in more than what you're drinking. Make sure that you're getting a great house filtration system. And if you can't do the whole house, get yourself a filter on your shower. That's going to have a huge impact. So water is big for me. And I will say one of the best longevity tips is sleep. Well, I talk a lot about the simple biohacks 
And that is one thing is sleep is a simple biohack. Getting outside early in the morning, grounding ourselves, really truly working with our natural circadian rhythm is really beneficial. It's all these things and in using our body, our body is going to be the one that's going to help us live a long time. But if we're abusing it, well, sorry. (laughs) Well, from something to do would be hydrogen water. Uh, Very simple. You know, it's a little tablet. You drop in a glass of water, it fizzes, and it knocks the hydrogen loose. And that hydrogen will neutralize free radicals. It also turns on your antioxidants. So from a something to do, uh, and then also from, you know, a lifestyle, try to limit your exposure to EMF. And then uh, work on that NERF2. I mean, if that's weak, you know, do some things. And there are nutrients you can do to support NERF2. I'll tell you what has worked best for me. I've done a lot. I like to practice on myself, put it that way. So I've done a lot of things for myself (laughs) before I tell people about them, that type of thing. And I'm always messing with different things and learning new things and applying them in my daily regimens. I'm a very protocol driven. But I think the one thing that, and what I see from some of my patients as well, that over kind of transcends all of it is mindset. If you don't have a healthy mindset and a healthy mind, and that's irrespective of you know neurological issues. I mean, if you can't have a healthy mindset and a, and a drive that way, you won't be able to live long, live life to the fullest. I think you know some people don't get as long, but they've lived a lot more full than other people's. And so I think having that mindset, and especially in today's world where that can be taken from you quickly, you have to be very protective of. I say protective of your vibe, protective of your energy protective of uh, your mindset. And and I think that's the key to people at least living full. I would say breathing, sleeping, and having sex. I'll give you three. (laughs) I think one of my top longevity picks would be to carve out time every day to do something that doesn't involve a task, doesn't involve work, something that you just truly love because when you spend time doing something that you love say you love to paint or say you you enjoy playing an instrument or you enjoy writing in a journal when you do something that you love and you expand on that that feeling of love what that then triggers in your brain is a release of oxytocin and oxytocin is the antidote to cortisol, to high cortisol. It basically neutralizes cortisol and it helps calm the system. So it kind of ties back into the importance of stress management from a fun place, like do something that you really love. I mean, it could be like walking on the beach at sunset. You know, if you really love that, that's one of my things, like I love doing that, that calms me, that brings me into a space of joy. If people can set aside time to do something like that every day and augment their feelings of joy and happiness, I think that's, for me, I think, you know, because it has so many other cascade effects in the body that are unmeasurable, but you can feel them, that is my one longevity tip for your audience. Well, it's definitely, definitely what I've already been talking about and that the foods that we eat are the foundation of health. And so we want to make sure that we are feeding our bodies, we are feeding our brain, we're feeding our gut with 
foods that are actually going to make us thrive and that are going to make us have wonderful longevity. And so definitely it is all coming back to that foundation. Diet is the foundation of health. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, I'm only 41, so anything I say is untested. <laughs> we'll see. I hope I hope to live to 95 like both my grandmothers. I, I would say eat that variety of plant foods if I had to pick one. Because if we're thinking about, you know, habits and taste buds and keeping that gut bacteria happy and healthy, it's variety. By far, sleep. When you sleep, you heal. And when you get enough sleep, your body is able to completely restore, rejuvenate. And if you're not sleeping, you're not healing. It's, it is the most important dimension of healing for all of us to get right and figure out. And if you're having trouble sleeping, I would say just like we don't focus on the disease itself to get our lives back and to heal, I would say if you're not sleeping, you should really start going you know, under, under the surface and figuring out what is keeping you from being able to sleep well. And I will say that for a lot of women, it's hormones. If you have low progesterone, you might have trouble falling asleep. If you have low estrogen, you might have trouble staying asleep. There's a whole lot of sleep tips you know, that can help with sleep optimization. You could definitely dive into my work more for it. I'm sure that you have some stuff too, Stephanie, that can really help people. But sleep is my number one longevity tip for sure. Healthy air and healthy water. Get an uh, air purifying system wherever you spend the most time, work, home, and get a healthy filtration system for your water so you're not drinking fluoride and chlorine and all of the other toxins that are in typical water. Sleep. Sleep is the best way to increase longevity. <laughs> yeah, above all else, get good sleep. I definitely agree with my guests' top longevity tips and see that over the past several times I've run these episodes, there's a lot of overlap in recommendations. I hope by now you can see here how important habits like deep breathing, exercise, and sleep truly are. Consider fasting, stay away from inflammatory foods like sugar, gluten, dairy, and soy, and eat a variety of plant foods, add mushrooms in the diet, and keep that insulin low. Remember that what you can measure and monitor, you can improve. Consider getting an aura ring, then you can track your exercise and your sleep. Spend more time outside. You owe yourself nothing more than rest. Take time for that weekly. Reduce your toxic load. Think about what you're bathing in and drinking. Get proper filtration through the home for your water and your air and reduce EMF exposure. Speak and live your truth and know that small things add up. Work on your healthy mindset. Carve out time every day to do something that you love. Focus on having an attitude of gratitude, compassion, love, and harmony for that longer, happier life. Thanks for listening. You got this be sure to check out my book, Your Longevity Blueprint. And if you aren't much of a reader, you're in luck. You can now take my course online where I walk you through each chapter in the book. Plus, for a limited time, the course is 50% off. Check this offer out at yourlongevityblueprint.com and click the course tab. One of the biggest things you can do to support the show and help us reach more listeners is to subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I do read all the reviews and would truly love to hear your suggestions for show topics, guests, and for how you're applying what you've learned on the show to create your own longevity blueprint. The podcast is produced by the team at Counterweight Creative. As always, thank you so much for listening and remember, wellness is waiting. The information provided in this podcast is educational. No information provided should be considered to be or used as a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult with your personal medical authority.